From South Bend, Indiana, I'm Jacob Titus. Welcome to episode 19 of This Day in South Bend. Today is April 29th, 2020. If you watched any of the debates during the Democratic presidential primary while Pete was still a candidate, you may have heard him talk about a strong mayor system that we have here in South Bend. And he would use that often to talk about the unique role that he had as a mayor here, as opposed to cities that have what's called a city manager. So when a lot of people heard that there was a mayor from a mid-sized city in the Midwest running, if they come from a city where there's also a city manager, you might think about the role of the mayor differently. And that's because the city manager manages the city. The mayor is much more of a ceremonial political role. Uh, Whereas in South Bend, we expect our mayor to serve both functions. Uh, They are both the ceremonial political figure that attends events and speaks on the city's behalf. But they are also the chief executive of the city, uh, managing a large organization of people. And so he would point out that fact often to highlight his executive experience. But today's podcast isn't about Pete, and it's not about the presidential race. But I give that context because we're going back almost 100 years today to a time when it appears the city was considering switching from the strong mayor to a city manager plan. And the Tribune wrote an editorial series to explain this proposal to the residents of South Bend. And so today we turn to April 29th, 1921 for one part of an editorial series about the city manager plan. City Manager Plan, Advantages and Disadvantages, an editorial series. Under the system proposed for South Bend, the commission of five, elected at large, would appoint a city manager. The section governing this does not require a majority vote, though it may be assumed the commissioners would vote upon the applicants for the position, as Section 24 prescribes action through resolution. The salary of the manager would be fixed by the commission. The act does not place any limit upon the amount. In cities of this size, the salary would probably be in the neighborhood of $7,500 a year. That is the salary of the Kalamazoo, Michigan manager, and that city is somewhat smaller than South Bend. Dayton, Ohio recently offered manager Freeman of Kalamazoo $8,400 to go there. Good city managers come comparatively high. The manager of South Bend need not be a resident of the city at the time of his appointment. The act enables the commission to employ a person from outside. The appointment would be for an indefinite period, the manager being removable by the commissioners. The commissioners could not select one of their own number for the place. The law states that the manager shall be the chief executive officer of the city. He would govern the public safety and public works department. In fact, all executive branches of the local government. The city judge and the city clerk and the city attorney also would be appointed by the commissioners. It is evident that the position of city manager would be one of great power. Power, of course, induces efficiency. Centralized power, we learned, was necessary for great undertakings during the war. On the other hand, 
Some persons hesitate to place such power in the hands of a person not elected by the people. Something is to be said on both sides. On Monday, the Tribune will discuss impartially another phase of commissioner-manager government. Until tomorrow, thank you for listening. <laughs>